You're listening to West Coast Fog. Thanks for being here. Here meaning Glendale, California. We're, we're sitting in a parked car right now in a nondescript neighborhood at the foot of the Verdugo Mountains. The very normal Los Angeles neighborhood with one-story houses set back from the street, nice lawns, stucco houses, Spanish style, 40s, 50s era probably, a few apartment buildings here and there, nice shade trees over the sidewalks. Hard to believe that inside one of these houses is Chuck Jonky the adventurer slash filmmaker slash musician, the original ethno-musician-anthropologist. We're walking up the driveway now, and we're about to enter into an exotic world that you would never know existed in this house that looks basically like your grandma's house or something from the outside. Hey, Chuck, how's it going? Thanks for having us over. Wow, look at all this stuff. We're in the living room here, the first room. Just a regular old house, shag carpet, some wood paneling in the hallway. and But this entire living room is full of musical instruments. There's marimbas of all different sizes, drums, frame drums, hand drums, stacked up, tablas, everything you could think of, things you don't even know the names of, they're all around. Some of them are covered in fabric, leopard skin fabric. In fact, this might be the second highest concentration of leopard skin fabric in any house in Glendale, right after Lux and Ivy's house. And in the hall here, there's, whoa, right on the ground here, there's a marimba, a big one that's actually in pieces, so you can play each one separately. This one's, it's an A. And when you hit it, it reverberates other things in the room, it's so low. On the table here, there's a bunch of strange instruments from Thailand and Java, all different places. There's a skull here with loose teeth that you rub a stick on and it rattles around. And originally from Africa, it's a horse skull or a donkey skull, maybe. But Chuck picked this one up in Peru, I guess. He said he tried to make one himself, tried to find a skull, but he had a hard time finding one. He called around to a lot of slaughterhouses and nobody would give him a skull. He finally found one, but couldn't figure out how to get the teeth loose so they would rattle. There's a whole rack of Chinese symbols in a web across the wall here next to the kitchen. There's baskets just blooming with wooden flutes stuffed full. Wooden flutes, plastic flutes, PVC, noisemakers, wooden mallets, yarn-covered mallets, mallets made out of tennis balls. There's a wooden resonating box here with 
thick strings on it. I think this one's called the toucan because there's the shape of a toucan carved out of the top. The cutout, the shape of a toucan. You pull these wooden rods and it bends, changes the pitch. Over here in the back room, there are a row of wind chimes, aircraft grade aluminum wind chimes, huge ones, taller than me, and I'm pretty tall. There's a box of crystal rods that just, when you ding them, they resonate pretty much forever if, you, if you're holding it in the right place. There's a bunch of them strung here in a little yellow box. Pure, pure tones from these crystal rods. And here's an array of, well, they're kind of horns, I guess, but they're made out of plastic water bottles with balloons stretched across the top and tubes stuck up in the middle. different tones for different sized plastic bottles. This one sounds like a saxophone almost. And there's a deeper one. And there's a real deep one. It takes a lot of breath to blow that and get that rubber membrane vibrating. Lots of times he gets instruments on his travels throughout Asia, South America and Africa, brings them home and builds new instruments based on traditional instruments from other countries. Here he's got a guitar. It's a, it looks like the body is a frame drum, skin covered frame drum, almost like a banjo, but then he's got a sitar bridge on it and a guitar neck. So it's a real fusion instrument. So Chuck has recorded over a hundred albums worth of original material since the mid eighties when he started recording. The very first release was called Latindia that was kind of a combination of Latin music and Indian music. There's Drums of Light, Drums of Light 2, Gong, Peyote Ceremony, World Drums, Dinosaur Drums, Jungle Guitars, Sensual Seas, Spacescapes series, Amazon Night, Rio Amazonas, India, Masters of India, Malibu. There's just so many so we're going to talk to Chuck a little bit about some of these releases and see if we can get some background information and play a little bit of it so you guys know what it's all about. Let's start off with the India. This is one of the early ones. came out about 86 or 7, I think. Uh, one thing that's on the India, uh, when I did go to India the very first time, long, you know, 25 years ago or whatever, we went to the Taj Mahal. We snuck in after hours, and there was a, a little caretaker there, and he sang a little bit of a, of a chant in there, and so I used a little section of that as an intro to one of my pieces. But it was just haunting. You just, you know, your hair stood up. Just, it was so gorgeous.
Another great recording is called Peyote Ceremony, and it features some chanting and drumming with a water drum. The water drum is used only with the peyote ceremony, and what the water drum is, is a black kettle, you know, about, about that size, and what they do is they fill it half full of water, then they take a real thick uh, elk hide, and they've got seven turquoise stones, and they've got this leather strap. They tie the whole thing together so that when it's on the body using the seven turquoise stones, you flip it over and it's a star of David. All this is symbolic and I don't know exactly where that is. So we were in the shop and I noticed there was an Indian guy, a Native American guy, buying a head for a water drum. So I just moseyed over and I said, hey, uh, are you a peyote guy? Didn't say a word. I said, I'd really like to record a peyote ceremony didn't say a thing, didn't answer me, didn't say that. And at that time, the government was sort of giving them some hassle over that whole thing, so he didn't know probably who I was. So, you know, he finished making his purchase and then wandered around, and, and then I followed him out, and he got in, into his truck, and I think his wife was there. I said, you know, I really don't want to bug you, but I'll give you a couple hundred bucks. He goes, okay. <laughs> so I didn't have the money, so I had to go, you know, go to a bank, get some money, and he says, I said, okay, I've got some... Um, recording equipment so he gave me his address so they said come in about three hours so his house uh, it was not too far from the Shiprock uh, New Mexico because you actually see the Shiprock in the distance he had a big teepee in his backyard and it was pretty sparse area and inside there you know had carpets and stuff and he set up and we did recorded the peyote ceremony so he had several of his buddies that came in and a kid was in there so they have the, the water drum, which they've assembled in front, of me, you know, in front of my eyes. And so when you hit that, water's flying off, and then he tips it. Then he's got this little whistle made out of an eagle leg bone. And then they blow that thing a little bit. And then he goes on and does the, the peyote ceremony. And they were smoking it. They weren't uh, ingesting it. They were smoking it. So I recorded, uh, I don't know, about eight or nine peyote songs. And at the end... I always bring drums, you know, some stuff with me. I said, let's do something together. And so I had a bayan, which is the, the left-hand drum of the, the tabla set. So let's let's do something together. Okay. So I brought it out, and I started playing a little rhythm. You know, like, doom. And they just started laughing. 
I thought, what's, what's the matter? Well, as drummers, the only thing they knew was gung, 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 nothing more. Gung, gung. And this was like two. I said, okay, you do your gung, 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 and then I'll do a few little things.
All right, that was something from Chuck Jonke off his cassette New Worlds. Some fourth world music, California style. That was a song called Andean Sunrise. Before that, we heard something off his tape called Peyote Ceremony that has him jamming with some Native Americans down in New Mexico, Arizona area, Four Corners. And then we started off with a song off his India cassette, one of his first cassettes. I think it was the second one that he put out back in about 87. And now we're going to follow him down to the Amazon. And here's something from his Rio Amazonas tape. We're going to hear a song called The Great Anaconda. But first he's going to talk about his experiences down there, culinary experiences. So I went to a place called Iquitos. Iquitos, you fly to. You can only fly there or get there by boat. There's no roads there. And then we hired a guide to take us way, way, way out from there to a little town called Atuncocha. And we went to this little teeny village, and it was, we're in the middle of nowhere. It was really cool. And at night, you just, you know, there's no electricity anywhere, no mechanical sounds. You just record. Sitting in the hut one morning, and one of the natives walks by with this kind of a cooking pot. I said, oh, what do you have in there? Oh, look, and they took the, the lid off and kind of put it in my face. And I looked down there, and these bunch of dead rats, and they smelled horrible. No electricity, and they've been dead for a while. I thought, oh, man, what do you do with these? Oh, we eat them. And that's when you start praying. Anything but rat. So he took off, and then uh, we went for a morning expedition out into the jungle to record and do photography and just you know, look around. Came back for lunch. I thought, oh, no. And we had, fortunately, a traditional Amazon lunch, which was manioc root, some fish, and rice. So, perfect. No problem. However, that night, the chief of the village, in a very ceremonious way, comes up and has on a plate fully cooked rat on its back. And I've got a picture of this thing. It's got the tails hanging off, and it's got its tooth and its little paws hanging out. And I had to eat it. I mean, this is a special meal, and nobody was going to eat until I started in on my rat. So I'd remembered that that smell stuck with me all day long, and it was horrible. It was so bad that I thought, man, I just can't stop. So I just kind of gritted my teeth and, and started picking at it, and it was really bad.
right, this is West Coast Fog. That was one more track from Chuck Jonke from his India cassette from 1988. That was a song called Kerala. Kerala. And before that, we heard something off Chuck's gong cassette that was called Mystic Dreams. And we started off with a song called La Gran Anaconda, The Great Anaconda, from 1987, from Rio's Amazonas, La Madre y Sus Niñas, Chuck Jonke. Chuck's been telling us about when this woman who was doing some kind of a workshop out in the desert had heard some of his music and wanted to... uh, wanted him to make a special tape for her seminars. And it turned into this tape that we're looking at here that's called Drums of Light. So she'd do these big workshops or whatever, kind of new agey stuff. And I would do, as I was recording things, I would put in like a, in a CD or a recording, like a, an all percussion piece inst amongst the other pieces. And somehow they heard some of that and they said, well, we, we would love um, a cassette at that time of nothing but drums. I said, why would you want that? I mean, it really had not been done before like that. So I thought, well, hey, I can do that. So I just kind of pulled from all the stuff that I was working on. At any one time, I'm working on maybe 50, I've got, you know, 100 things just sitting there. And I may have to go back and a year later and finish it or whatever. The problem, of course, with cassette, A side and B side need to be pretty much the same length. So I was lacking on the B side maybe five minutes or six minutes. So, and I didn't have a lot of time. They wanted 500 cassettes like right away for this workshop coming up soon. So I took the last piece, and this is back in the days before, uh, you know, digital. So we had to take tape and cut it, you know, splice it like that. So I took the last piece and, and spliced the last piece together, a bunch of different sections to make it from like five minutes to like 13 minutes or whatever it is. And I thought, this is gonna be boring as all get out. Man, they loved it. Man, that was, they just so, and it's actually the very first all drum CD out there. I mean, people actually copied it, even, even to the cover. The funny thing was, a little while later, down at the uh, uh, county museum, there was a big, gigantic powwow. And tribes from all over the country came down, and I'm gonna go down there. So they had one big gigantic room where they had this music playing and they're all dancing. You know, all these different tribes are dancing the music. So I walked in there and that's pretty cool. Yeah, was they playing that? <laughs> they got a hold of it. That's what they were dancing to. My music, which was, which was cool.
We want to thank Chuck for hosting us at his house, showing us all his uh, instrumentation and playing us music and telling us stories. If you want to find out more about Chuck, you can go to his website, sonicsafarimusic.com. Chuck Jonke. We're going to leave you with something from Jungle Guitars. This is the first track, and it's called Danto, here on West Coast Fog.
Hi, this is Chuck Jonke, and you're listening to the exotic sounds of West Coast Fog. 